0: It's Brian Mudd. Download your iHearts Radio app and turn up News Radio 610 WIOD. It is 1050 on this Thursday. We have Natalie Rodriguez with a trending story. Hey Natalie. Hey there, Brian. Amazon's soon going to be rolling out its own TVs. The Seattle-based company mm-hmm. making the announcement that the sets, which are called the Amazon Fire TV Omni Series and the Amazon Fire TV 4 Series. Uh, will be released in October and available on Amazon's website and also at Best Buy stores. So just in time for the holidays. Insert your science fiction flick here in which there's one company that takes over the entire world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what... No chance in hell one of those things ends up in my house. (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be so emphatic. I just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there does come a point. There does come a point. I actually think I'd even trained Ashley not to uh, to talk to Alexa much anymore. It just, I'm serious. We keep traveling down this, this path. I'm eh, not going to necessarily like what Amazon's future for all of us is. All right, now, speaking of the future, what does it look like after the disaster that has been the withdrawal from Afghanistan? Well, we have the breaking news in real time this morning where, you know, there is word we could have Another flight out of Kabul that would have some Americans, perhaps some other foreign nationals, maybe some Afghan refugees aboard as well. Uh, Joining us to talk about all this, retired Army Lieutenant Colonel Darren Gobb, the executive director of Restore-Liberty.org. That's Restore-Liberty.org. Lieutenant Colonel, your thoughts about the news this morning that we might be getting some more Americans out of Afghanistan?
1: Hey Brian, thanks for having me on. First of all, and uh, I too will not be getting a, an Amazon TV, but um yeah, I think <laughs> it is certainly time to acknowledge the fact that the narrative that uh, we're out of Afghanistan, the conflict is over, and that there that that there are any Americans needs to needs to stop, and uh, we need to be honest with the fact that there are Americans left, green card holders left, and I think it's it's good that uh, we can get a flight out of of Kabul uh, with all the. I guess the uh, holding things up that the Department of State has, has been doing—it's uh, they've been a big part of the problem. In fact, in uh, frankly, the biggest part of the problem in getting Americans out of that country.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And you know, from your perspective, the concerns are so many. You know, obviously, we know what happened when Afghanistan was left to its own devices previously. We have certainly that threat. My bigger concern, even than the Taliban at this point, is, is perhaps China and their interest in there, and then also the impact it might have on Taiwan. Are you? Do you have concerns that this could be a catalyst to something much bigger on a global scale?
1: Oh, absolutely. No, I've, I've been watching this for quite some time. Of course, I spent four tours over there myself, and even back as far as 2006, I saw Chinese interests moving in, specifically in the mining arena, as, as you've probably seen in the news recently, but uh, I ask some questions along the lines of our uh, NATO allies, or do they think that they're alone now? I mean, is, is NATO just purely a European thing? And some of my former NATO ally friends have been asking me the same question. I do believe that China sees this as a, as a message that America's pass, passing, that we are not uh, as strong as we should be. We're not going to stand up to their, their growth around the world to become a global power. And Others are watching how China goes with their relationship with us, including Russia, including North Korea. And frankly, I mean, the best picture I can paint is that we inside our own country are, have built our own Trojan horse. We've pushed it outside the walls of our castle. We've filled it full of our enemies, and now we're going to pull it back in. That's not a good idea. Uh, the world is watching us, and a, a non-combatant evacuation operation, similar to like you just saw in Kabul, and the message it passed to the world was that we really don't know what we're doing, and we're not ready to stand behind our allies anymore. We're going to go ahead and leave you behind.
0: I want to ask you an unfair and provocative question, but I would really be interested in your perspective. <laughs> That's cryptic, I know. <laughs> uh, speaking to our uh, retired Lieutenant Colonel Darren Gobb we know that President Trump put the world on notice. And even with the Chinese, we had credibility for a change because he held the line. And the Chinese saw holy crap, the U.S. economy is actually thriving as we're being held to account. And so it changed the dynamic in many respects. But then you saw what happened as, you know, the virus got out there and Trump's poll numbers dropped and it looked like Biden was was sitting in a better position. They increasingly got more aggressive with the expectation that Trump was going to go down. There is a lot of speculation in real time that Trump is, is chopping at the bit to announce he's going to run for 2024. While it's political theater in this country, do you actually think there might be some national security benefit to him potentially getting out there if it looks like he stands a decent you know chance of becoming president again?
1: Well, like you said, that's a uh, that's an unfair question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have I mean I, uh, and this is obviously just opinion. I would say that uh, if if some of these countries thought that he would come back in. There is, there could be a, a side national security benefit to them con- being concerned about him back in the Oval Office and doing what he did before with the the trade deals and his his willingness to stand out there and hold people to account and and negotiate really from a position of strength. You know, the, the art of the deal that's, that's what he did. And you can people can debate all day long whether or not it's the right way to do things. But uh, in the end, you know, we have to look at the results. And what are the yeah. results so far in eight years of this administration? What are the results of uh, four years of the Trump administration if you filter out all the very clear media biases?
0: No question about it. And uh, right down, even on the terrorist side of things, well, he, he said he was going to bomb the blank out of ISIS. What did he do? He bombed the blank out of ISIS. We didn't hear about them again. For four years until just now, which is not a coincidence. Well, Lieutenant Colonel Darren Gobb, thank you very much for the time. Do appreciate it and your work at restore-liberty.org. Thank you very much. Thank you, Brian, and have a good day. And you as well. All right. On the other side, top three tech ways. We're going to get into those. And now they happen to be staff, not students, responsible for more COVID-19, I'll explain, at our schools. And uh, breakthroughs are a thing, but what's the truth behind it? Not being the normal times, yeah, sure enough, on that one. And also, we're checking on the financial markets as well with Caleb Silver from Investopedia. Next, right here on the Bright Mud Show, News Radio 610 WIOD.